uh, the lovely Miss Anna's game land, actually. And we were going to start this earlier, but she had so much technical difficulties. My brain just absolutely just fried to the ground. And I actually <laughs> had to fix, but then I told her that I didn't really tell her the wrong fix. I didn't read properly because, as you guys know, black people don't read. That's what the media says. And I read something, and I didn't read it, and I just read lights. So she ended up being completely counterintuitive to fix the problem where they had the issue already lined up right in front of me. What a great day this was. I'm not even... <laughs> you <might>. know what? <laughs> uh, thank, thank you so much for uh, making me turn off all the lights in my house. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, apologies for being late. All I had to do was turn up the brightness on my actual computer for StreamYard <laughs> to recognize my face. That so oh. I had to. I have to be as white as possible, obviously, to be uh, on the stream. <laughs> hey, no, my mm -hmm. dad was white, actually, too. You know, that's what my mom said. Then again, it was dark when I saw him, so he may have been black too. <laughs> you never know, honestly. No, it's crazy thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, no, well, what's, what's crazy, people, is I had her turn down all turn off all the lights in our house when it literally quite actually told me adjust the computer brightness of the webcams, and I'll stop it. That could be just like an April Fool's joke. Yeah, just turn off all your lights and you'll fix your blackout. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, that's um, how we start a show. So as to do with all my one-on-one -on -one guests, uh, tell the audience something you would like them to know right out the gate. Um, I dressed my cat up as a Mexican today. Okay. Uh, I gave him a sombrero and mm. I literally made fun of him on social media and i don't feel ashamed so he's a cat they don't actually feel a lot of things actually they just want you to feed them and love them which is already That's hard enough true. to do i don't agree with that i i don't <laughs> agree with that at all but another What's your cat do to you <laughs> what did the cat do to you really um <laughs> like bankrupts me literally every month <laughs> Uh, the cat bankrupts you. Cat food probably costs like three bu three dollars, actually. Actually, oh, going to the vet is really expensive, and buying what? cat food is really. What expensive. happened to him? Is he okay? No, he's fine. But food is like mm -hmm. a daily thing, and it's quite you know, expensive. I I don't know how old you are, but they said you know you have pets or kids young, all your money gets invested into them. <laughs> Now you know what it feels like to be a mom when all your money goes to your kid and you're probably wearing the same dress you've probably worn for like the last five years. It's the same one that everyone says, yeah, it looks really good. Wait, that's the same dress you've worn for like the last five years on the that's same right. church day on Sunday. Like, I, don't, I don't have kids, but I have mm -hmm. like a foster kid. So that's mm -hmm. a different story. That's even worse. Than having a you adopted cat. a kid. <laughs> you adopted a kid. Are you married? Uh, a fiance. Maybe. Okay. So you guys adopted a kid. So no, no, that... no, not with him. No. Okay, okay. So you, you adopted a kid. So how did that go? How that process even went? So it wasn't like official. It was more of it was when I was living in Russia, mm -hmm. um, and I was only like twenty one. I'm pretty mm -hmm. old. <laughs> pretty I old. Know, yeah, I know you can't tell, but you can <laughs> tell by the fact that I'm complaining about cats because I'm an old cat lady. But um. <laughs> I I played in a band. I played bass, and I was around mm -hmm. a lot of bikers and rockers and stuff. So mm -hmm. 
um, there was a, a child there whose mom was in prison and her dad was deceased. So I took her under my wing because there's a lot of nefarious people in that mm. circle, you know, trying to. Oh, yeah. Russia's. Uh... Yeah. The trafficking well, issue. Just... Yeah. It's not just it was back in the day, like 2000, whatever it was, 2002, 2003. So mm. I took her under my wing and I kind of unofficially made her my kid mm-hmm. and uh, took care of her. How old was she at the time? She was 12, 13, and I was like 21. Oh, wow. Okay. um, So she, to this day, calls me mom, and we have that kind of daughter. But she should. She only knows you as mom, you know? Yeah, I I, I like what what you did there. That's something that I always wanted to do myself, you know, whether it be a baby or a 10-year-old or whatever. I I had an idea of, like, maybe not having my own personal kids. That's just a lie. That requires some grossness going on with ladies, you know. But going out (laughs) and, like, you know, getting a kid that doesn't have opportunities because, I don't know, the parents gave up on them or grandparents gave up on them. You know, I I actually really enjoy – I really actually want to commend you for doing that. It's a really, really great thing, honestly. So. How, well, because you had her, you had her around you when she was like thirteen. So that was that's like the puberty uh, time period. How'd you deal with that? It was very strange because we were always in the same circles. Like I, I didn't um, want her to be like w- when we had band practice. Right? It's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of guys. You know, it's sweaty in those basements mm-hmm. when you have band practice and you're, mm-hmm. you know, rocking out and, you know, playing all these songs. And at least I was there to look after her and like, mm-hmm. can I can see what's going on with everybody else. But at the same time, right now she's married. She she doesn't have kids herself, but she's ma- happily married and she's doing really good. She's got her own job. She's perfectly fine she doesn't drink she doesn't do drugs so and i mean it's a very tough environment for a kid to grow up in when you're surrounded by people who do that so i don't want to like pat myself on the back but i think one of the reasons is because i was watching over her and at the same time actually doing my university degree Mm-hmm. And pursuing a career, but still loving rock music and being in that community. Hmm. So she's married now. Mm-hmm. You're engaged. Uh, you you really you guess I guess you had the the Cinderella happy story. <laughs> yeah. I guess kind of. You know, you had the Disney uh uh happy ending. Not, well, no, not-, not at all. It was very <laughs> difficult. It was so <laughs> difficult. But like you don't. Oh my god. Like, it's a Cinderella story in the end for her, but also (laughs) at the same time, she had to go through a lot of struggles and a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And also for me, living back then, going to university in Russia, it was very difficult because I never grew up in Moscow or like that kind of environment. I grew up in Australia. I grew up in the UK. And then I decided to go to... Uh, Moscow because I was in love with this guy and I wanted to be with him. So I decided to pursue a degree in journalism just to be in the same country as him, you know? So you and, lived in Australia you were in, and at one point in the UK, then you, when you want to do college or university, you 
did you really think you only did it because it was just the guy you were trying to chase? No, did you really also- care about journalism? No, I did. I always wanted to be a journalist. I always okay. loved writing and I always loved, loved language. And I always like, I speak different languages. So that was a passion of mine. And I always mm-hmm. wanted to be a poet and a writer. And it was just something that everybody told me I was good at. So I decided to pursue it. But then at the same time, you know, you're young, you're only like 17. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, your first love might as well do it in the same country this dude is located in. and plus no but the education in russia is so good because first of all they don't just like i've been to universities in the uk and it's very narrow and i'm not trying to hype russia up or anything but there it's a lot more wide you study if you uh want to do a degree in journalism you study for five years and you study anything from uh, logistics to mathematics to philosophy to history through all the eight, like it just gives you such a broad education. And that's what attracted me to you. Because in the UK, it's three years of just studying communications without any of the extra knowledge. So, so you know how people go to college and stuff like that, and they change their majors or don't get a job in the major that they even yeah. went for? Did that happen to you, or you actually got a job in journalism? No, I did, because they, um, in your final year, actually, like, place you into mm. a job. They get, they make you, you, ha- you can't pass your, you can't get your degree unless you actually go to the place where they place you and practice your skills. That. That is actually so based because here in America, I've heard this via people, my, my, my ex, she literally went to university, graduated this year earlier on for accounting. She technically does that, but she works for the government at the, the this thing called county buildings here that deal with like Medi-Cal and welfare and all that stuff. So technically she does do something similar to that, but it's not what she went to university for. And she doesn't have to pay that much money because it was like grants and stuff like that that helped her out. But I was like, you just kind of wasted your time there. You know, that's what it feels like for people here in America. But you, as you said, as I've heard before, with countries like Russia, when you get to your point where you can get your job or you're done with your credentials, they actually put you in a place where you could get your job that you worked four years yeah. to get a degree for. Just well, honestly, like, we don't adopt that system. That's an amazing system. You have to do that in your final year as well. In order to get your degree, you need to get certain hours and credits uh, working mm-hmm. that job. And if you haven't done it, then you're not going to pass your degree. Hi, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hi, Tony. What's up, man? So growing up, a hard life, easy life, middle class life, origin story. We'll start there. <laughs> oh dear God! If I knew this was gonna be a like a <laughs> my autobiography show, <laughs> damn! I would have pretended that my lights don't work. <laughs> um, uh, I was born in the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. and I left pretty much when I was like two years old, three years old, to go and live in Canberra, Australia. And so I don't really know anything of the Soviet Union. And I lived the majority of my very young life in Australia. And I love Australia. Like, to me, that is just, that's the dream world. It was the dream childhood. We were very poor because the Soviet Union collapsed. 
and a lot of the money that was saved disappeared but my father my biological father worked for the government as a diplomat so it was a very difficult time uh, we weren't rich at all just started like we lived in like an estate block you know um there were ants on the ceilings bought uh stuff from thrift stores like all my toys were secondhand toys um and then after we left australia spent about two years in russia and that was a cultural shock to me because of the weather <laughs> i mean australia gets cold too don't get me wrong it gets very cold during the winter but then you get to russia and it's like minus 20 and it's like and everybody is very different whereas in australia it's more playful more outgoing in russia the people back then at least because of what was going on the social social economic kind of situation was very tense so people were tense now it's not like that anymore and so after that um ended up in the uk in the uk again completely different culture different time went to an international school which was Catholic, but a lot of people from all over the world, uh, Americans, Arabs, Africans, Japanese, Chinese from everywhere. And I learned so much about different cultures. And I'm so thankful that, you know, I got the chance to do that. And then after that, decided, like I said, to go and study at uni in Moscow. And Moscow was a completely different place and then went back to the UK and then going to Texas. <laughs> so I have a, yeah, a I'm a pretty diverse background. Let's just say that <laughs> you, you just been all over the place and around the world. Actually, yeah. you've been to, you said you've been to the United States before, right? Yeah, a lot of times. I have a lot of friends in the U.S. And I mean, like, actual, like, not a, a lot of the friends that I know on YouTube and YouTubers are great, but actual people I've mm -hmm. established real-life friendships with okay. in Florida and Michigan and mm -hmm. Connecticut, all over the place in Texas. Would you ever come back here to live? I am. I'm moving. You are. You really are. Okay. All right. Uh, I would say Europe has gotten rather interesting. I'll say that, <laughs> given their uh, certain issues that I don't know if you're very familiar with. Uh, they're going absolutely crazy over there on many, many things. It's really interesting how certain places were billed as like these great places of freedom, but it turns out they were just like secret, like building blocks for a bunch of dumb liberal people who just want to just mm -hmm. make you just conform to their big giant socialism issues and i'm just sitting here going like thank god people stop drinking that kool-aid because remember, remember back like, like when trump ran i'm pretty sure you heard these stories where a lot of people were like we're just gonna go to canada anybody that did that in that time period is probably really regretting that right now because canada looking at how their political landscape has been shaping it's been pretty yeah, bad well, out there. that's why they had the back in like 2000 whatever it was all those episodes of south park like people trying to escape uh, the states to go to Canada, like, hey, buddy, like, it's so much better here. And now Canada is doing the exact opposite. And like, like 
we actually had we had um so we have different con I, I i think um in the u.s you have the same thing where you have like party conferences where mm -hmm. basically the party is trying to it's a little bit different in the u.s and in russia it's more the personality the person mm -hmm. who's trying to sell you the idea in the uk it's more the party as a whole as a group of people well, that's what they try and make you believe. But we had um, the conservative, which is the equivalent of the Republican Party uh, conference, which is going out now, uh, going on now. And our prime minister, Rishi Sunak, said a thing today, which really, I mean, I completely agree with him. But at the same time, it came out of nowhere because he's never expressed this opinion. He said we should not be pressured. And I'm paraphrasing. You can whoever's watching can look up the exact quote. But basically, he said that we should not be pressured into assuming all these genders. A man is a man and a woman is a woman. And I'm just kind of sitting there and thinking, is he just say he's never spoken about this gender issue? He's never talked about it. He's never talked about race. And now all of a sudden, then it's coming to the election. He's suddenly trying to cater to us. It was just weird. Like, I would have not expected him to say that. And so, again, it's presenting him as a as an identity, as a character. A lot of British politics are taking from American politics that kind of like identity politicking thing. And it just doesn't work with British people. It doesn't. We have a completely different culture. Hmm. So I want to ask you um, about that. You, you brought that up. What is your general opinion of that? Do you have friends that are, let me say, trans or not fully transitioned? They, they think they're the opposite gender they are born? Yeah, I do. And I don't, they don't, shove it in my face it's just mm. something that's accepted they don't talk about it i mean i know like two people and i know a lot of people who have their own like liberal ideas but they don't mm. bring it into my house they don't try and change my opinion or tell me that my opinion is lesser than theirs because i have pretty conservative views it's just the way i was raised and it's the views that i have I, I do believe that a man is a man and a woman is a woman. If you think that you're a woman and you want me to call you Stephanie instead of Steve and you're my friend, hmm. I've got a, a history with you, years of being friends with you. And if that makes you happy, fine. But if some stranger on the street comes up to me and tells me, if you don't call me what I want you to call me, you're going to get fined. I know. I'm sorry. Can I swear? Hey, we're on Rumble. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. So fuck off. No. No, I'm going to fucking do that. I don't mm -hmm. fucking know you. I don't know who you are. I don't care about you. I don't come into your house and do the shit. So no. At the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. That was uh, my general opinion on it. If I have a history with the person, let's say I know them as like, a personal friend, I have no mind having that mutual respect there. But it's not generally that situation you're talking about. You have a bunch of random people trying to force people to do something to to accept them. And it's yeah. like, that's not how life works, though. It, like, 
and that's their that's their Marxist socialist way of being like in a perfect world, all of this could work. We don't live in a perfect world. Actually, we live in a world where we just saw in New York less than 48 hours ago, a black guy just gutted a guy just right in front of front in front of his girlfriend. That that's the world we live in. They we don't live in this perfect world. Like, tell that guy about pronouns and he'll just he'll just murder you. That's just how the world works. I'm not saying that people shouldn't have certain ideas that should be talked about. This is, I do agree with you. Like these things should be talked about and discussed. But if they're at a point where someone is diluting themselves into believing that they're something that they were not born, that means we're on a completely different wavelength here. We, if you can't even be honest with yourself, like then how can I take you seriously? You know? Well, I've I've had argument like I do have people in my circle who I've actually lost friendships with because of this, because mm -hmm. I'm willing to be legitimately um, open to your idea, but you're not willing to do the same thing. Like mm -hmm. to my beliefs don't matter. They're for some reason lesser, even in a discussion. So if I say in my household, I believe that, I'm supposed to have this role. The man's supposed to have this role and we can, whatever. Or, you believe in gender roles. Yeah. Yeah. And no, you're anti-liberal, you know, or if, <laughs> even if I, like, even if I watch a TV show mm -hmm. and you know what I'm talking about and I'm like, mm -hmm. this is bullshit. This, this is just such bullshit. Like, this is not feminism. This has nothing to do with feminism. No, you're being anti-feminist. You're just trying to, you're part of a community that is far right. And it's like, what? I'm expressing my opinion. I never signed up. It's not like I voted for Trump or I signed up to be part of a far right community. There are certain ideas with the Democrats that I agree with. There are certain ideas. I'm centrist. And you should know me better than that. And so I've lost relationships with people because of that. And it's been very funny because in the beginning, it used to really upset me. And I used to get very, very combative. Yeah, mm -hmm. And now I just kind of laugh at it because I think that's the only thing you can do. If somebody is not even capable of hearing the other person's opinion and just wants to, like you said spew their whatever opinion onto you then there's no point in even discussing it with them well it's the whole uh per preferred pronoun thing it's the thing that people lost in that whole starfield discussion which is pronouns are more or less so useful like okay so if i saw you like if i was in europe right and i saw you because you're like in britain you're British, right? So I'd probably see you in your area. I'd be like, that's a girl. I, I, I wonder what she's doing. That's like a thing you observe from someone from afar. You don't know their name. So when I meet you and know your name, like I shake your hand, like, oh, this is Anna, yeah. right? A preferred pronoun is someone saying, you have to do this or you're this. That's way different than observing someone from afar because that's one situation where you don't know something versus where a person is forcing it down your throat. Someone call that slavery. They, they told slaves, you have to do these things or you're going to get beaten. Well, it's fascism. Yeah. And it's like, it's like uh, uh, Piers Morgan the other day had a really good interview. And I know a lot of people hate on um, Jordan Peterson, but he says some pretty I love me some Jordan Peterson, things. actually. <laughs> and he, he says, like, that's why this whole thing started. You cannot tell me what to 
you can influence uh, my brain, but you cannot influence my tongue. Like, I'm not going to say things that I, I just can't do it. I can't. I cannot do it unless you are somebody who's very close to me and you have like some, I'm sorry, mental health problems and I need to talk to you in a certain way. <laughs> but, but that's also crazy too. I never try to bring up other people because people don't like to acknowledge these things. Some people like that are mentally ill. It's literally classified as a mental disorder. So if let's say you did say you talk to a handicapped guy and he said I'm not handicapped, he'd be just, he could believe he's not handicapped, but that wouldn't change factually if you were handicapped, you know. And, and the thing is that it's okay to have that. That's fine. You don't bring it into my house. You oh, don't yeah. bring it onto my screen. You don't bring it into the cinema. You don't bring it into every paper I read. You don't bring uh, every single way of me being involved with the world involves your identity politics when i and i'm a journalist mm. got a master's in journalism i know exactly how it works there is an editorial policy it's not just journalists they're being <laughs> hired to write this there there are people and i've been i've also um, have a diploma from the New York Film Academy. I know how it works in Hollywood. You hire people for specific agenda-driven content. And those who say, oh, no, it's just all, you know, it's naive. And if you like it, good for you. But it doesn't mean that you and I have to like it. We're not the minority. Have you, are, are you one of the, do you know the thing called a ladyboy? Yeah, in Thailand. Yeah. I've been to Thailand. Yeah, but, of but, And you know what, what I'm going to say probably is ladyboys don't actually believe they're women. You ask them, no. it's like, I'm ladyboy. I'm ladyboy. They don't actually believe they're women. They just are dudes that like to pretend to be women, which is, that's a completely different thing. They're basically cosplaying being women. That's fine if someone wants to do that. That's more than that's what basically drag queens are, you know, which are not that bad compared to what we have now, obviously. But these guys don't actually believe they're women. It's only just in America that, that that that's an actual thing. That that's where it's all going weird. It's like people that do pretend to be women don't actually believe they're women. So there's some there's a complete disconnect here with this kind of a thing, you know? Just really crazy. And it's um very concerning as well because this actually is starting you read about it and you hear about it in the news, but then you actually see it in real life. So my mom and I were out a couple of weeks ago having like dinner whatever and a kid of around i don't know he was probably like seven eight years old comes in wearing like a pride flag uniform like a blade at school you and this is in the uk school uniform with a pride flag jesus christ and it's just like he doesn't even know what he's wearing why are you pushing this onto kids they don't why because they fear that parents will teach them how to be bigots and they won't teach them how to be accepting actually you're not really so i don't know people think about parenting or how people are supposed to act them no one's supposed to just accept anything that's so like the idea of being discriminatory that's kind of where that comes from you're not supposed to just accept everything because if you do that's kind of what we have now people are way too lenient on stuff people are just accepting of everything no like i guess i i know being discriminatory is wrong on like actually like race like you can't control your rate the word like like your skin 
but being mm. discriminatory against people's terrible ideas as if like their mindset is basically because oh I can do whatever I can do whatever I want I'm a consenting adult no I, I disagree people when say that what you want to do sometimes is wrong so let's say we lived in a world that they did back in the day where they men thought it was okay to have sex with women that are 12 years old is that okay no just because they wanted to do it that doesn't make it okay you know and they changed those rules obviously because it was wrong and people realized this was a bad thing to do but that's what they wanted to do i, I always tell people the same thing too just because what you want to do doesn't, doesn't make it right I, I don't know where people get that because a rapist a serial killer thinks what they're doing is right we've got to just start going absolving those kind of crimes thinking that they're okay and, yes and it blurs those lines of like what's acceptable what's not acceptable in every aspect of civilization and what makes a person actually culturally like a human being like a moral human being from um promiscuity like mm -hmm. they advocate for you can go and sleep with whoever you want because that's your right because today i'm a lesbian and tomorrow i'm pansexual and the day after i'm whatever the fuck i am like okay great that's true paul i agree no it's a have you noticed this too with even if you read books about civilization from like just the bible or whatever just use the bible or any religion for that matter women promiscuity as more i started comprehending this stuff many months back and years ago, women promiscuity has always been looked down on. It's never been looked at as a good thing. Now, whether that's people say that, isn't that kind of sexist? doesn't matter. Certain things are just the way they are, you know? That's just how it's been looked at throughout the dawn of time, you know? Women promiscuity has never been looked good at any time period in life other than basically kind of like the last few years with the, you know, OnlyFans and Fansly all been popping up and stuff like that, you know? Porn has not looked good upon either. I don't people keep thinking that's more accepted. No, it's not more accepted. People just have become less tolerant. That's all it is. It's still looked down upon, you know? I mean, I kind of, I don't know, like, I, again, I come from a very conservative mindset, so mm -hmm. I'm not the kind of girl that would ever go and on OnlyFans or cheat on somebody. I'm an extremely loyal person. So that's not, it's just out of the realm of my upbringing and the way I was raised. But I can imagine that somebody who was raised in an environment where that's the norm. So it, again, it goes back to your education, where you come from, where you were raised, the establishment, like what are you being fed? Um, a lot of these shows these days on Netflix or Amazon or whatever are promoting a woman can do whatever she wants and she's never wrong. Or you have all of this bullshit about, you know, on Netflix, everybody's either gay or bisexual, exploring their sexuality. And I can't imagine being a young person watching this as opposed to back in the day, like when we were growing up watching shows and things that actually taught us more about the value of being loyal to a friend or being loyal to your family or being brave or being intelligent with the information you're getting. Now it's all very just basic, like hedonistic stuff. And that's not what civilization is about. It's like degrading yeah, I think uh, what helped out make better shows and movies back then is you even kind of see it from how people like to have those DVD commentaries and stuff like that, where even if someone had different political viewpoints, both were allowed to coexist. Now, right. that doesn't exist anymore. 
if you don't think the same way these people do, they just completely oust you. You're ousted from even getting like it's side a, gigs. Yes, it's a cult mentality. Yeah, it's but before, the, yep. like, people forget, like, yes, you you were right. Liberals kind of brand things more for like the media, that side of thing. But they did allow different viewpoints, and you never felt like their ideology infested these products. Now it's gotten so different where it's it's been completely shifted. It were maybe it was like half uh, or eighty percent liberal and like the other 20 percent is conservative it doesn't matter anymore those those people that did all that good stuff before are not there anymore or they're fired or they're doing their own thing and now they brought in basically anyone that's not going to challenge them is just going to be on our products you know that's all they do now but it's not gonna finance everything um boils down to this discussion is about are these people legitimately trying to change the world because they think that these things matter, like black hmm. lives matter, whatever, poverty matters, or is it about money and trying to, or trying to make good products that will, the customers are going to love? No, creativity, passion. No, it's all about money. It's all it boils I down to. And they're losing that money. The, the, Mm -hmm. Stops are going down. The money's going down. So I don't know if you watch Nerd Roddick, but uh, he had this video he did where BlackRock, who invests in a lot of these companies, that everyone, you know, watches stuff through. One of the main spokesperson had an interview where he was he literally said these words: "We're going to force change." So I yep. don't know what kind of financial hole these studios got into at some point because we you know most of them are, are in debt and we're in debt when. Obviously, we're a bit younger too. I don't know how much debt they got into where they had to legitimately sell their souls as companies to get investment from these groups of people who want to basically just change the landscape of entertainment and not just entertainment, politics and how they just hire people in the industry. Something happened to the point where they're like, fuck it, we're just going to start worshiping Satan <laughs> for money. But somebody somebody had the ar uh, an argument with me and the argument was there. there's always been politics in comic books. And I'm like, okay, I can get that. But it's been done during the time when the comic was written, not like retrospectively taking mm -hmm. that. So it's it's also like on Star Trek, Adam Renaissance nerd brought up that point. People argue with him why in um, Ahsoka in Star Wars, like people argue, why does this look so outdated? Why does this look? It's like, yeah, it does, but it it was like, it's the aesthetic. So you can't either you know your lore and you like the comic and you like the film and you like the series and you enjoy it for what it is and that's fine, but you still have to recognize that the people today who are writing it don't know anything about that lore. They don't. They don't care about it. They're <laughs> literally just milking money. We're talking about a Flash movie that came out. A Flash movie. And it, the Flash movie itself doesn't even feature Reverse Flash. We're, we're talking like that levels of stupidity. Also, we're talking about a Flash movie. We're also talking about a Flash movie that I shit people not. Oh my goodness, this is going to blow your mind, but this level of quality of writers they're hiring here. Barry himself can go back in time to see events that happen. He could go back in time, see the exact moment his mom got stabbed. He does that, 
and he doesn't even fully go into the part of the scene and his flashback where you could see that happen. Also, this is the same movie where his dad literally physically is not at the address to kill his mom. He's not there because his mom told his dad to go get the tomato sauce and he dropped the can. He's not physically there to kill the mother. So why would they put him in jail? He's not physically there. He couldn't have killed no her sense. even if he wanted to. Right. He, he couldn't have killed her even if he wanted to because he's physically not there. Not there. I was like, this is the level of writing. This is what I'm paying top dollar for to but see. I, oh, my God. I literally I shit movie like, started what? watching Robin Hood mm-hmm. and I'm trying to say it like in a more like Robin Hood not like Robin Hood but Robin the Hood and all I can't do it the level of the writing is so poor it's so it's just bad and it has nothing to do with like the whole concept is retarded (laughs) so of course people are gonna say it's dumb it's just dumb oh i can't honestly like dude i watched two minutes and i can't do it i can't same with ahsoka i went two episodes and i couldn't do it Oh, you went, You got to Ahsoka? Oh, God. I stopped after... So, I was never into Star Wars growing up as much as everyone else did. So, I saw The Last Jedi, because I got free tickets for it. And I was like, this is a steaming pile of shit. So, 2021, we're still in, like, lockdown. So, I kind of go back and rewatch the originals, prequels. Just the movies, not, like, the Clone Wars or anything. Originals, prequels. Then I watched the Disney stuff in order. And then, we were, at that same time, we were at Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi. And after I watched Obi-Wan, I was like, no more. I'm just done. So everyone's saying how much they didn't like Ahsoka. I was like, I'm good. I don't be one. If you can't even get that character done justice, I'm not watching more of this. Will I eventually go back and rewatch it to review it for like content purposes? Probably at some point. Yeah, but I'm not rushing to do that. Like I saw that Ahsoka fight. People said it was like the, I don't know. You have to be paid off by Disney to think that was an actual. Twitter feed. It was the Ahsoka fight. <laughs> like the best Star Wars fight ever. And I'm like, that doesn't even beat up the Qui-Gon Jinn Obi-Wan fight in episode one, which I don't even like that movie. It's like, what? You people are just straight up stands. I I get it. People are just going to like this stuff just because they like it, and that's completely fine. But if you're someone that is trying to get better quality products, that's, uh uh-uh, start over. and Burn that shit to the ground. I'm good. That's why people said when they said Andor was good. Didn't care. I already stopped watching it, Obi-Wan. I legitimately, all that franchise can burn. I never watched it. I I was done after Obi-Wan. I watched all of that and I was done. Just I, I and then because but I might have watched I was I have an interest. I'm curious. It's my nature. Mm-hmm. I'm a journalist. So mm-hmm. I want to form my own opinion, not base it on other people's opinions, right? So I watched Ahsoka because I had a break from Andor and I didn't want to watch that after Obi-Wan because it came out really fast after Obi-Wan um, very soon. And then, oh my God, just the cope. You're all, if you didn't like it, you're racist. If you didn't like it, you're this. If you didn't like it, you're bigots. Why do I want to watch your product? any product you put out like what you know back in the day the customer is always right now the customer can go fuck off 
Literally. Yeah, the customer literally just needs to pivot to your whatever you're doing or your two people with green and blonde hair sitting there and you know pushing buttons so the ai can write the script <laughs> and include these words transgender bisexual gay whatever the fuck bad like no just, I'm paying just, money for this Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the one who's supposed to like bow down to you what is this fascism yeah like, like you a- go to your job you, you work really hard you get a paycheck you pay all your bills and you're like you know what i'm gonna go and you know kind of what's the word you splurge on yourself a little bit you want to go and have some fun a little bit then for your creative outlet you got to hear about bob about some pronoun bullshit and it's like oh fuck this <laughs> give it together. yeah and that's yeah. what like white as was so right because with video games, the same shit happens all the freaking time. They make you, they hype it up, they stand there, and they're like, this is going to be the greatest thing you're ever going to play. You spend 80, pow- 80 pounds. Like, you might in America spend $80, but 80 pounds is not $80. How, how, how much would that be for your, for like... That would be like $100. Yeah, so it's kind of so you're like twenty dollars off. So like new games cost like you're right, it's like eighty something, but it's like tax, so it's like eighty three. It's basically a hundred dollars anyway. But that's not the like I don't care if it's a good game. Yeah, fine. And if it's entertaining and it's I want to relax and mm-hmm. have a good time, like go into escapism from the real world, and. I'm a journalist. I work with animals. I work with things that happen to animals, which are like caged animals, which are really bad. So when I'm going to my escapism, I don't want to hear the plight and I do hear it and I respect it, but I don't in my evening, two hours that I get, sit there and feel bad because somebody else is feeling like they're transgender at school and they can't really be transgender or they want to be called this or called like no it's not what i want i want to go and shoot aliens i want to go and freaking be inside like that's why i love cyberpunk they have the same freaking characters but they're not shoved in your face you have the choice you can either interact with them or you can say, no, I don't want to interact with you. They're giving you that choice. There's a transgender character. There's characters who are gay and trying to get with you. And you always have the option. So you I know have- you said you like cyberpunk. How did you know? Did you, uh, I, was a, I was keeping up somewhat with this. That cyberpunk controversy came out. But with that cyberpunk game where they recalled it. Did you play that game or were you around that period where it got recalled and it got? Yeah, that back? was really difficult because um, it was 2020 and they released the game without it being ready. And that is not on the developers, the people who actually made the game. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. Nobody should be shitting on them or t- talking shit about them. It's the shareholders and the corporate people in charge which is kind of ironic because that's the whole point of mm-hmm. like, the theme of the game the corporations have taken over um but they've done a complete 180 and they have taken three years to revamp the game 
Patchera also released a new expansion. So they're not just like revamping the game, making like the glitches go away, giving you new opportunities to buy. It's because it's like GTA. Mm. It's the same thing as GTA, but set in the future. They also include new content with my favorite Dress Elba. And uh, new music, new everything. And they're constantly updating. Like today they released a new patch because I've noticed when I was playing it, for instance, when I'm like on the motorcycle, such a small thing, I can't really hear the radio that well. So they've amped up the volume. So you talk to them, they're responsive. And it's a good story. It's a good game. And they've just like revamped it. So that's a company that's learned from its mistakes, not like Bethesda. <laughs> I was surprised that people were uh, the con- the start for controversy is weird. Not because of what he said. I, I I agree with what he said. It was just the fact that people realize Bethesda's through Microsoft. Microsoft has been quietly very open about supporting the less the lettuce bacon tomato people. <laughs> You know, have been yeah. quite open with that. I was just surprised that people didn't realize that's Bethesda. They are through Microsoft. Like Microsoft literally has been quite open with that, actually. You know, so that's why I've been kind of like, I don't know. Microsoft's been interesting. But Bill Gates is a terrible human being in general. I mean, that guy visited Epstein's Island. Like, yeah, you guys gonna immediately be going to hell after he dies. But he's also the richest human being in, probably in the world. So if you're that rich at some point, when you just want to fuck with people at some point, you know, <laughs> like he's like his wife literally left him. And it, one of the rumored reasons was because she figured out he went and visited Epstein Island with his old buddy. He was friends with Jeffrey Epstein. That's not a good person at all. That's a terrible human being. But in schools, they say he's one of the greatest people on this planet. Well, you'd have to like, but they never tell you separating the well, artist from the what? art. Um. This is all very true, and I don't know why it's not being reported on in social, like in mainstream media. But President Zelensky's wife spent over a million in New York buying Cartier jewelry, whilst hardworking Americans are giving money to Ukraine. So that makes no sense to me. You know, like things like that just don't. It is what it is. Like, what can you do? There's always going to be people like that, whether they're in entertainment, politics, video game, whatever kind of industry. Um, So do you ever have any desire to like write your own books or make your own eventual comic book one day? Some people. Oh, my God. I would have loved for Netflix to contact me to do The Witcher because. (laughs) I would do the best kind, like, oh my god, not just because I love Henry Cavill as an actor and as Geralt, because mm-hmm. I didn't in the beginning, but I just have so much love for the lore mm-hmm. and for um, Anton Sapkowski's books and j- just that whole lore. It's very Slavic. It's very close to my heart. It's something I really am pas- passionate See, about. You're not hyped for the new season coming up with uh, Chris Hemsworth's brother, right? Or is that, I'm pretty sure it's already aired, right? I don't even. T- I think they're going to cancel it. 
Liam I don't think they're gonna make it. I know there is that big shit show with him being Superman, and I like how when he left it, he was just like, Yeah, I'm leaving. Uh Chris Hemsworth's brother can have it. (laughs) Okay. Because he's he probably wanted to leave really fast. Holy shit. No, he did the right thing. It was a shit Mm -hmm. show. It was completely there's no love for the source material, which is what we're seeing in everything, Mm -hmm. every single like name me one thing that's come out that is actually either a remake or something that's being originally done that has passion and love when it comes like like I'm talking about Robin Hood. Oh my god. Oh right. I, I, I know what you're talking about. There was I I haven't got a chance to check fully through it, but it was that black guy, or I forgot what race he was. He was, a, he was saying that a bunch of people were calling his new Robin Hood whatever racist or whatever. It's an angry nerd group of think you're talking about, right? Uh, no. I, I don't even want to talk about that show, honestly. It's so <laughs> bad. It's don't so worry. bad. It, it's like, it's, it's literally... So I have this friend, his name's mm-hmm. Gabriel, and he literally is a refugee from Nigeria. And he uh, went to live in um, Germany, Berlin, a couple of years ago. And he learned the language, got a job, he like did everything possible to integrate into society. And I always come to him and I ask him the question, like, when you watch this shit, like, what do you think? And he's like, well, they're just mocking, like, my skin color. They're, like, it it's, has nothing to do with me or my struggle as a person. And, like, what is this person in Canada who lives in an estate who's robbing white people for no reason, doesn't have a job, doesn't actually put any effort into integrating? Like, what does that have to do with me? So who who, who are you appealing to? What is the audience? Mm-hmm. That's my question. Because when you're making a show, a video game, a comic book, you need to have an audience. So what is the audience? Hmm. I Yeah, I actually do agree. I think uh, people have forgotten core demographics is something that I've had to learn over the years is the demographic you have is the most biggest appealing it has. So everyone doesn't understand. So like there's a reason why dinosaurs are in the boys section. Not saying girls can't like dinosaurs, but it's more like that is going to be more of like something boys attracted to. You don't put Barbies in a boy section because boys are not naturally going to want to play with Barbie dolls. You know, people have forgotten their actual demographic. Oh, literally- you want the Barbie move? Oh my god, no! Wait, yeah, okay. So I'm going to eventually get around to watching it and reviewing it. I know there was some huge controversy surrounding it. I only wanted to go see it when I when it first announced because there's some hot moms there and, gonna, and they're going to probably take me home. That's the only reason why I was going to go watch that movie. Did, did people actually think going to it was going to be good? No, it's a movie about a fucking doll. Like, what? It made in 2023, of all places. Yeah, that was going to be the peak Marxism bullshit they're going to try and sell people. <laughs> I was surprised people thought that was going to happen. I was like, yeah, it's going to happen. It's probably talking about patriarchy bullshit. Men are horrible. Right. It's crazy. It's oh, I'm I'm pretty sure I just saw this short just today. I don't usually watch YouTube shorts. I think it's just stupid. But I was scrolling through shorts. It was a fresh and fit one. But keep in mind, who cares about the people? Just the point is going to be here, which is this guy came with a gun when Andrew Tate was there, and all the women just got up and ran. They were thought in their mind, 
What happened to women can do anything a man can do? I saw when push comes to shove, when girls are like, do anything a man can do. Sure not, because they just all ran. You know? I That's been the mindset with a lot of things now. Usually people just hate female characters now. I think female characters now are more hated than, than what they were previously before, which is odd, you know? Like, it's, now it's all, I'm a strong female, and if you don't, some bullshit they always say, I, I stop listening after they, they say some bullshit like that. I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not hearing this dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's, like, flipped so much because, for me, the way I was raised, mm-hmm. it's always been, like, and I know this sounds really uh, Marxist, but it's always been an equality between the husband and the wife, but then the husband still is stronger than you. Mm-hmm. But the wife is maybe stronger than you in terms of like linguistic skills or mm-hmm. doing, you know, being more soothing or more compassionate. So there is a difference and people are different. You can have both on both sides, but I had the same experience. I was in Moscow and just before I graduated 2009 and um, there was a guy who was an Indian chef. And this is when like Moscow was still not really safe, but kind of safe. And I heard a scream from an alleyway and I was with my boyfriend at the time and my best friend, two dudes. They ran in that direction. I ran to the screaming. Like, it's just, that's just the way I was like, you hear, it's just, it has nothing to do with gender at all. Well, it's something that that has been baked in, into like, I guess society ever since it was kind of accepted as men are hunters. Women are kind of like at home nurturing. Most women have like nurturing jobs, teachers, daycare providers. Even when women get pets, they want to kind of hold them like baby. Women just have a natural nurturing element to them. I'm not saying guys can't have that, but it just comes more natural with girls, you know? It's like, I think a lady I was listening to on YouTube, like her son, like when she's sick, he'll try to call up to her. He'll be like, oh, I'm sick. Hold me. The dad comes around. He's a little more rough with the dad because that's how it's supposed to be generally. It's the reason why that is. That's not because as it with like gender, but it, as people would say, it does though. It just does. It, there's some things you just can't change actually. And if you start kind of fucking with that, as people have been doing, shit all gets all fucked up. They'll, so now the reason why dudes can't get women is because they want to be the girl. Right. And so then, and, yeah. what would that say in that situation? Like, what if I was uh, like a uh, younger mm-hmm. and I was told, well, you behaved in a more masculine way. Therefore, I think you should be a boy or you are like if somebody who's sick in that. Oh, my God. Did I just say that? Somebody who's <laughs> mentally unstable would say, well, you behaved in a more masculine way. Those guys need to go and be women, and you need to go and be a man. No. <laughs> like, that's the whole point. This is, like, if I played with Transformers as a five-year-old instead of Barbies, and mm-hmm. I had a mentally ill parent who said, well, you play with boy toys therefore you're a boy i'm gonna go and take you to a doctor and have you this and that what no 
like um even girls now i, I don't know how, how the girls are out there in europe christian they believe no this marxist bullshit but they'll be like yeah i want a guy that's kind of like what the media says men should be but then they don't date those guys anyway it's just i i swear like people are like i don't know Maybe women just trick me because I'm I'm just a dude, but I I think I have a pretty good grasp on patterns of people. Like what people don't understand about women is women are very good at adapting. Women have adapted since the dawn of society. Actually, when civilization get taken over, women go, I, "Do I get raped or burned, or do I marry this random guy? I got adapted to marry this random guy." That's very bad, obviously. But women have adapted at their core since the dawn of time. So, and women are typically less combative than men just in most cases right so you have a thing where i feel like i don't think girls even really believe all that nonsense i think they just say that because they realize the bat the sort of like backlash and stigma you get from not believing in this will just make it worse for you now some do believe that and they go like why, why don't i why can't i keep a man well gee you want a man to be just like you i i only can wonder why you're not with someone i just blows my mind you know <laughs> oh my god I don't have dildos yeah. in my room. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> All of those guys can be women. That's yeah. 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 It's just stupid shit. And no girls don't even date dudes like that anyway. They'll say they do, but they don't, they don't choose men like that. It, it blows my mind. And guys believe that shit. Now to be fair, I'll say this. If you're a guy and you believe that shit and you're just manipulate like that, I don't want you anyway. I don't think a girl wouldn't want that. Did you stat easily manipulated? You can go fuck off. Then again, it does weed out a lot of the easy NPC people, though. I'd say there has benefits the most worst things ever, you know? Like, you know, as you're from Ru Russia, Joseph Stalin, he uh, was a crazy individual he had there over there. <laughs> oh, Lord. Mm. I do not have two dildos. That's not true. My ex played a prank on me. She gave me dildos for my birthday. And then I... And what? Yeah, and uh, when I moved, I don't know where I put them. I'm pretty sure I threw them away. Or I'm pretty sure I just left them there. I don't remember honestly. I I didn't keep them. Don't believe this stuff. But I'll ask That's you one thing I was gonna ask you. I don't use dildos. I, I'm a massive fan of like Love is Blind. I love that show because it's such a shut show. Ooh, that's a bullet on that one. Um, yeah, TV. So why um, dude? ever keep have a stash of the girls he slept with like a little stash like his mm -hmm. like the earrings they lost or their little like, why why would you do that why would you keep those mementos mementos mm -hmm. well because i want to ask you a few more things before we head out because i know you're late where you're at too actually probably mm -hmm. sleeping on 11 o'clock soon so let's let's run this stuff down so you like books, right? So what are your favorite book series of all time? Damn. I do love my Stephen King, but I don't like Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen King as a book writer? Amazing. As a person, yeah, yeah. he can go croak for all I give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say Stephen King for sure. Okay. Uh, video games. What are some of your favorite video games of all time? Besides The Witcher. You said The Witcher was one of them. Uh, Mass Effect. So sometimes people don't talk about it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Mass yeah, you're, you also said you're a huge fan of uh, well, movies and stuff, but true crime. Are you talking about true crime in the way where it'd be like documentaries based around like serial killers? Are you talking about that kind of true crime? No, like YouTubers or like actual like detectives that I speak to. 
Oh, okay, so that's different. So how does that go? <laughs> um, there's never an answer. So you're always chasing that. As a journalist, you have a lot of contacts and you're involved with doing stories about different cases which are open or cold cases. So, so it's always so, sort of... You said you you journalists, right? So have you ever been unethically offered money to alter a story under the table? Yes. How often does this happen? Uh, quite a few times, which is why I quit. Huh. Did your person above you know this was going to happen and basically kind of thought you would run with this, actually? Yeah. Good Lord. This shit's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Industries yeah. are terrible. Yeah. So how yeah. did that go? Obviously, you don't, you don't have to name any names, but how did that situation go, though? Sure. Um, so, again, you have an editorial script in mm -hmm. any news organization. Mm -hmm. And as an editor, which I was, you have the capacity to decide kind of what gets published. But before it gets published, it goes to the main, main editor. And if a person is kind of saying like, change this or edit this or censor this, and you're saying, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. well, well, you said it happens more more than one time. So was this the same company or was it different companies that did this? Um, I'm going to be quiet. I don't want to be sued. Okay. okay. Well, that's the reason why information, I know people, I don't worry, have dibbled and dabbled in this stuff myself over the years, which is what I learned is basically whatever shit they want to tell you is a version of the story that they want to tell you, not the yep. real story. Why tell you the real story? Because their, their mindset is people can't handle the truth. But that's the thing. Not telling the truth is, I think, made things a whole lot worse now, actually. But well, it's also just the way that it works. Unless you want to, like, push the button, you know, and, and, and start all over again. <laughs> or you'll you'll end up like, uh, you know, the guy that came up from Disneyland who shot himself twice in the head. No, I'm not trying to like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a story that, that happened in uh, America or some guy figured out something about Disney, apparently, yeah. and he went home and he shot himself twice in the head. It's like, what? Anyone hearing that? It goes, how did you hear that and think that was an actual thing that happened to that guy? But whatever. What do I know, right? Oh, there's another one. Remember the guy in America who figured out how to power his car through water instead of gas, actually? He mysteriously disappeared. Disappeared, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy how that happens, right? The aliens just came and abducted him. That's what they told me. Ah. God. Be careful. Be uh, very careful. Oh, don't worry. I'm a secret. I'm a. I'm secretly Batman. I'll just throw him off at the window. <laughs> so you're a fan of music too, right? So do you think mm -hmm. music's gotten worse over time too? Yep. Mm. For sure, especially yeah. for young people. Like yeah, now now in music videos you see girls twerking. Just, just... there. No, but. <laughs> But music was always, when I was growing up, music was always about the the emotions that you're feeling. Somebody's validating those emotions mm -hmm. because they're talking to you through their song or their actual tunes. Um, whether it was grunge, which I grew up with, like alternative rock music or mm -hmm. like heavy metal. 
But then I still, to this day, am so open to any kind of music. Like my heart is always open. If somebody's talking to me through their lyrics and their songs, because I'm a bassist and I hear that rhythm section with the bassist and the drums, I'm going to be like, I like, I love this song regardless of, of the genre. But then there are people who put out music based on just glorifying certain things, which are like the gangsta lifestyle or just complete bullshit, which doesn't even mean anything. The lyrics are completely void of any emotion. It's like AI generated. Same thing that we're seeing on screen today. Like that shit? No, go and fuck yourselves. Don't care about that. There's still good artists out there today. There are just very few and they don't get the recognition. And I'm so also thankful um, to the guys at CDPR with Cyberpunk because they did introduce a lot of artists who are indie and they put them into the game without actually like hyping them up or whatever but you go through the emotions in the game and you then you're like oh my god I actually want to you know find out what is the song who wrote it and then you go and listen to them and find more songs so that's cool but yeah right now I'm I'm totally into like rap sure you see you're one of us now aren't you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. If you start wearing a do-rag or a shower cap and you start saying the well, N-word. no. And- <laughs> My fiance is a rapper, so. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So he's black, actually? No, he's white. So, see? That's how it goes. See? We we, we grabbed you both. We brought you over to our <laughs> culture, actually. <laughs> oh, goodness. If you start saying, yo, what's up, homie? I'm just going to leave. I'm going to be like, he I'm not. Up in the- no, but he grew up in the ghetto. Really? So, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I. I up in Oklahoma City. What? Good luck. Good lord. So, uh, what's the last thing I want to ask? Oh, YouTube. Are you? Do you have your own YouTube channel or anything? Are you working yep, on that? Yeah, I'm on a game launch everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, um, mostly right now on YouTube doing Cyberpunk. I'm also gonna be on AP on, um, uh, his and my stream's gonna be about horror movies we don't really we're trying to figure out what film would be interesting to review we kind of went with the crow but everybody's reviewed the crow like multiple times i i, I would go with um i know because everyone did this one too everyone kind of always does the thing because the thing is just absolutely amazing no one everyone always says they, they love this movie but they don't do enough coverage on it even if it's one of the most ones that people love and, and enjoy People don't really talk about The Descent as much as I think they should. I think The Descent is just so bonkersly good, actually, from a psychological standpoint to how uh, people interact standpoint. That's probably the one that I'll end up probably reviewing. Maybe if I do the hor- anything horror-related this month, I'm kind of late on my horror stuff. So I'll probably just do, like, random one-off horror movies or Scream. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that first Scream movie. Whew, what's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I love that shit. Oh, I love it. Can't I can't get enough of that first Scream movie. I love that movie so much. Man, that's just, like, peak cinema to me right there. Terms of like slashers, then the rest of them came out and they exist at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll I, see. I, I don't hate Scream Two. I think Scream. Uh, so my ranking would be like one, two. Um, that's kind of like those are like the best two. Three, three is not good. Three is enjoyable, but it's also not good. Four is 
enjoyable but not great. Five is okay, I guess. Maybe six is. I actually enjoyed six, other than the ending itself. The ending itself is stupid, and that's crazy because three three movies have I've a never even watched thing. any. Uh, I only I've seen only three. I don't want to watch any of the new ones. Hmm. No. Oh Lord. Oh damn. Just. That that ending scene of when they're at the end of the first one, they're terrifying her. When she figured out it was a Stu and um, the other guy who was there, God, it was so so fun. Man, they don't make a movie like they used to. Oh, the first Hellraiser movie, I think, always yeah. underlooked. Oh, you won't get a movie like that anymore. Just saying, a lot yeah. of these horror movies that everyone knows and loves, you aren't getting movies like that anymore. That is a period that'll never exist anymore. Because, as you said before, with Hollywood, people don't take risks anymore. Actually, it's just something that they do. Um. The Hills Have Eyes. Uh, don't watch that. That that is not something you just watch because that's that's disgusting. Uh, don't. People, someone said, "What is?" It, I love what is disgusting it? stuff. It's my favorite. You, you would what? What watch like? Um, I spit on your grave. Yeah, I love that you, film. Even the the original. You watched that one, right? Yeah. The, did yeah. You, did you watch the other uh, three? Uh, remember the Serbian film? <sighs> Serbia films. Oh, oh Lord. It's, that's not okay. My uh, one of yeah, our like I'm totally I'm yeah gruesome shit. We reviewed because uh, we had uh, like a show with Michael. Do you watch Hostel? Yeah, I love what? that kind of stuff. I love like gruesome shit. Did you watch the new Saw movie? Actually, no, I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? Okay. No, I haven't. You think I watched the Saw movie? Last Saw movie I watched the Spiral. Well, I watched all of them essentially, but they good lord. Gore stuff is I think um what the, the rape revenge fantasy ones are interesting because you all you're waiting for is the girl to take revenge on her captors. And then there was one, it was in the I Spit on Your Grave trilogy that they did. It was so disgusting. Where like it, it, in the second one, it shows you even when you trust someone, they could be like your worst enemy. Oh, just gruesome stuff there. Oh lord. God, what else oh, is was that there? The one where she she actually gets kidnapped into like a Slavic humans... country. Yeah, yeah, it's the one where the girl gets captured into the human sex trafficking ring because ring and, and the mm-hmm. lady. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. The, that's the even first... more disturbing than that's even more. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember um the first one, not the the remake, which was just so like God, Chia, put that shotgun on that guy's butt. And I was like, holy actual God. Like, that happened to my, my daughter. And she was like, Dad, I want to kill these guys. I don't care if I go to jail. I'd be like, all right, cool. That's what I would do. I mean, like, I, I, I'd burn them all. Splatter their brains across the floor. I don't know. I think the last one that I really did actually like aesthetically and plot-wise uh, was uh, Black Phone with Ethan Hawke. I watched that. I liked that one. It was pretty good. It was, it was good, right? It was creepy but also like it's also rare that you go to a movie theater and something's good and you're like wait a minute i didn't get shit shoved down my throat i like it (laughs) feels feels good not going there and hearing about some pronoun bullshit (laughs) so i don't know we were thinking of doing like texas chainsaw massacre Mm -hmm. um the original was one of the first films i studied at film school so Mm -hmm. i know everything about it Jessica Beale one was mm. pretty good too. Not gonna lie, but it it's a it's very gore orientated. So I don't know what would be a good film to review. Hmm. Uh, 
let me see, like best horror movies I've ever watched. So some of mine are it's like mainstream, but this one is, I don't think people value it as much highly as I do, but just what I value a lot in horror movies, or even just like the subgenres that they're in, is the setting. People forget horror movies live and die by like the setting you put people in. So this one was the not 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 the sequel, the sequel is terrible. Um The Strangers. I like that a lot. That's a couple a- Amazing film, actually. Naomi Watts and what's his face? Yeah, uh, Michael Pitt. Yeah, that's a good film. Yeah, that a couple good. out there alone by themselves, three people stalking them. Like that, that can't be a more better setting for a horror movie than anything I've seen. Simple but realistic, scary but. Had Liv Tyler and um, mm-hmm. whatever the hell his name is, I don't remember. Like um. We're from Australia, you said, right? They released this really good one years back that got such good reviews. It was about one where this boy had a female babysitter, and he loved her, and he was just terrifying her because she didn't realize he was a he was dementally insane. I have to go back back and remember this. I go back down and see it down here. It's in, it's in my watch history. Oh, so Paul, Paul is asking, have you guys seen Barbarian? I've seen reviews for it, but I'm not yeah. going yet because i don't the reviews were bad Ugh. like for horror movies it, it's always just you get bad storytelling most of the time and bad characters and then that's even worse most of the time because a lot of people go also go, go to get scared i don't really get scared of horror movies anymore once you watch enough of them you kind of know when all the best stuff's gonna hit so, you the barbarian is basically a chick uh uh books a, an airbnb mm-hmm goes into a really dodgy neighborhood in like Detroit or something where everything's just bad. And then there's a guy who's staying in the air, the the place she booked. And then she decides for some reason to actually like, Oh, you know, we booked the same, like overbooked. So I'm going to stay here overnight with you. I'd be like, fuck off. I'm not staying here. Like, what? But then what about, it turns, uh, out, turns out that there's a, a, another thing going out, going on downstairs. And again, it's one of those like classic things. Don't yeah. go down the stairs. No, no, I was going to check it out soon. It, it was one of my, my movies to put on my list and watch. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That's a classic. Everyone loves that one. That one doesn't get enough love either. I I like this. This is the guilty pleasure one. I love the babysitter, not the sequel. The sequel is fucking awful. I, but love I love the baby. Yeah, it's the so first funny. one is really good. The first one it's is so, so fucking good. Yeah, like I uh, I gotta go back and watch and review that. That first one is so fucking. Good. I love Samantha Weaving. She she should have played Harley Quinn. Oh my gosh, she was in that other film uh, where she's the bride and she needs to run away from the family. Oh, it's about, uh, Ready or Not. Ready or Not was pretty good. Yeah, that was a yeah. good film. Have you ever watched Carrie? Yeah, the original is better. Those than are, yeah, those are interesting. Oh god, like pretty a lot. Like, a lot of these horror movies, you can't really do now. The premises are will be considered so like misogynistic or feminist or all that bullshit. Uh. Trying to find things down here. Cabin in the Woods is always really good. That's a good one. Uh, the Slumber Party Massacre. What the fuck? I have no that? idea what that is. I oh, the Shining. 
it's like always in people's top tens. Of actually, uh, you could just watch Final Destination. Which one? <laughs> There's five. I to be fair, I'm pretty sure they're all the fucking same. Uh, you can watch the Human Centipede. I actually lo- love the Human Centipede. I think it's so disturbing and so disgusting. I love it. it did you watch the other other two? Yeah, I did. The one, the second one, which was weird, the black and white one, and yeah, then the mm-hmm. one which was in prison, mm. where they <laughs> that was, but it was like a. It you, was uh, like the a third one with episode. You know, you know that third one? He was eating dry clitter. <laughs> Fuck, that's disgusting. <laughs> he, that's I should not be able in the third. Uh, human said movie. This guy's eating dry clitoris. It might be the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in a fucking movie. I actually just wanted to just turn that shit off right then and there. Holy crap, what a movie that was. Um, uh, you know, th- this is oh, this is this is horror, and this is one of the best anime movies I think ever made. The Scooby Doo Zombie Island movie was such a classic, actually. Tusk, mm. wait a minute, I don't think I've ever seen Tusk actually. Ghost Ship, oh lord, A Quiet Place is always pretty good. The first one. That place is kind of freaky. Yeah. I like the setting. Love it. Love it. Um, Strangers. I mentioned that earlier. Who's uh, Cole? Cole and Cole, Cole likes a lot of Siberia films too. He's a person that likes a lot of Russian disgusting movies as well. But Cole is also Canadian, so you know that's automatically a no. Paul uh, Hadouken. I'm going to unfriend you. <laughs> <laughs> ghost ship. Uh, ghost ship. Um, that was not great. That was bad. Oh, Mist. Mist is a great film. It's like it has everything and it has that horror element, the monster, but also, do you know what the most horrific thing is in that film? It's the, the people bickering and coming at each other in a confined space. Mm-hmm have to choose who you're siding with that's horrific oh the mist don't think i have the life in me to watch that <laughs> that's just gonna kill me good lord that ending is just always so sad that is just so oh good lord yeah. um krampus a lot of people love krampus i've never seen that one before actually i've never seen it but i know about it yeah uh what else do we have here? Well, Child's Play. I'm not watching any of that dog shit. I'm good. Uh, I can't find it when I was scrolling down here. Oh, I actually, to... you know what? I like. We're talking about films from back in the day, but some of the films that are made today are mostly TV shows that are pretty good. That are hmm. horror TV shows. So. Uh, Mike Flanagan with all of his like Blight Manor, Haunting of Hill House, all of that that was put out on Netflix. Ooh. That was really good. Last House on the Left. Last House on the Hill? I forgot. Oh, fuck. It's Last House on Something. Oh my God. That was just trippy. Hold. Oh, not the trippy. one with the uh, Polaroid going on in the. Yeah, with Jennifer yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. Then there was the one where, like, the family goes up there and the girls get attacked by these, like, not mountain people, but, like, mountain hitchhikers who are, like, serial killers. Holy Wait, shit. Which was, which was the one with the kid getting, like, a um, grease diaper slapped in his face? Oh, I don't remember. Which one was that? I know you're talking about. I just can't think of the name. 
That was disgusting. Um, the visit where he, like they go and visit mm-hmm. their grandparents, but it's not really their grandparents. It's a couple who escaped from an asylum and they're staying. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gets a diaper on his face and he's like, no. Oh. <laughs> did you ever watch a Terrifier? Yes. We did a whole review on that. I love Terrifier. Oh, uh, God. Uh, I don't know. How do you do it? Good Lord. I don't get how you do it. The Witch. That's with uh, Anna Taylor Joy. I don't like the witch. That's better. Yeah, I didn't like it. Because of the white girl in it? <laughs> no, not uh, Anna Taylor Joy. Oh, this is the movie that came out. Better watch out. Came out in 2016. So pretty underrated horror movie. Oh, the concept is so good. Absolutely fucking love it. Uh, massively underrated. So good. Good actual God. Terrifier uh, probably... is my favorite. Terrifier 1 is creepy as hell. Oh wait, Terrified Two came out last year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So she loves horror movies, and hopefully, at some point, when we're doing a horror movie project this year, this month, we'll have you on to talk about them. You gotta give me recommendations so I can watch them because we're about to get spooky. The spookies. <laughs> that's, a, that's an actual horror movie too. Yeah. Uh. Good luck. Terrified One was creepy. Yeah, that's true. Oh my goodness. Um, freak. What other disgusting movies are out there? Well, there's just a lot of them. Oh, there was that one part in Saw, like, 4, where the black guys, where they had him hooked up, and his body parts were, like, turning. Was, no, that's, just... that's, that's lame. It's not, no. What kind of stuff? You, like, you want to see people just blown up and tortured to death, don't you? Cannibal Holocaust. No, lady. No. <laughs> how, how about roses and sunshine and, and princesses? Cannibal and Holocaust is a pretty disgusting film. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's turn your brain somewhere else. <laughs> oh, my God. There was, what other disgusting things have, have I seen? That was a lot of, there's a lot of that. Suspiria, was, a, yes. Suspiria is a pretty disturbing film, too. How about I not watch that? And I watch a Disney princess movie as a grown man. Um, there was one on Netflix that I did watch. It was deplorably terrifying. I can't remember the name. It was a it was a Netflix movie where the serial killer. I don't know if he he didn't want these people in his town. You don't hear his voice. You don't ever see him. He's just terrifying this boy and his mom. He kills the mom and then he tortures the boy by breaking all of his fingers and then the boy gets escapes and runs and he kills the boy. It's almost one of the most disturbing fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, God, that was just... <sighs> what is that film? What are you talking uh, about? I have to go remember. Uh, I think if I look this person up, I think they would have it. I, I watched Dead Meat Chains, but there's another guy that I watched too. Oh, uh, another guy, the guy that's big on horror. Oh, there's another guy. I can't remember the freaking name. Uh, give me a sec. Uh, if I type in collector, it'll probably pop up. He did a video on, oh, on the, collector. the collector. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't that one. But I I mean I do like the collector. I, I think though those two are actually pretty. Mm. I like the first one better than the second one. No, it's too tame. Too tamed. Yeah. He put he put you're you're insane. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're insane. Uh, so I'll make sure I never cross you because you might actually murder me to death. Um, <laughs> but in, in Minecraft, obviously. 
right? Huh. No, I don't know. Like I watched it a couple of weeks ago and it's just boring. It doesn't have the same like terrifier literally is so funny over the big top. Titties. <laughs> and uh, my horror movies gotta have big titties and sex scenes. That's what makes it for me. I'm just kidding. Uh Terrifier 2. Uh, don't worry, dar- that's classified as a horror movie. Don't worry, darling. No way. Smile came out. Barbarian. Bodies, yeah. bodies, bodies. What else is there? Oh, this was always super underrated. Orphan. Orphan's so good. No, it isn't. What? How is it good? What? You didn't like Orphan? Okay. It's entertaining, like if you're actually like having it in the background. It's not so you like horror movies that like this completely ripping people apart, essentially. Just complete No, no, I love horror movies like by Jordan Peele. Like oh psychological horror. Yeah, psychological, but I also like horror is to me like if I'm seeing something and I'm like, oh my god, I can't watch that. It's horrible. But that would would will you not get non-desensitized to that over the course of like watching so many of them? I don't watch so many of them. Huh. She's going against everything you like. You know, having women challenge me is always it's always good. I like it. She's like feisty. She's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat this guy up. She's like, I, I listen to rap music now. Now I'm black. Now I can take you down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other conjuring? No, that's that's just overrated as fuck. I like The Conjuring. Really? Yeah. Do you know why? Because it's a I've experienced supernatural stuff myself. Mm. Like I've I've seen things move and like that freaks me out. That that's horrifying. Wasn't <clears throat> you going Super Saiyan, right? <laughs> Your aura wasn't coming around you. You're like, ugh. <laughs> the stuff trying to levitate. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually a Jedi. I used the force without knowing it. <laughs> Oh god, the hole in the ground. What the fuck was that? Oh, I know that one. No, wait, I know the hole where they're stuck in the hole. There's... And it, yeah, and they're like a bunch of like English kids and they're stuck at like college kids are stuck in the hole. What is the hole in the ground? The platform. Wait, I know this. Color of space. There's this old old movie. It was called Triangle. Not I know I probably remember what that is actually. The Grudge trilogy. Oh God. Japanese horror films are pretty good. That it that would be true. But can you understand them actually when they're doing their little Japanese spats? Actually, uh. Ash, why would she like Little Caesars? What is wrong with you? What is what Good are Lord. little Caesars? Little Caesars is a pizza place. It's oh, you're you're not from here. You wouldn't know. He's just he's being himself. Good Lord. Um, oh, so it's like Pizza Hut. Essentially, yes. A pizza tastes like shit. I would not eat pizza. I would oh, give okay. that to my worst enemy. Actually, <laughs> I try to find this movie, but at some point I'll find it and I'll get to it. And yeah, as we wind down, because you got to go to bed soon. So, uh, any shout outs you want to give to anyone in particular, and anything else you want to say before we head out? Actually. Uh, shout out to you 
first of all, thank you very much for having me on. Um, and it's always great to disagree and agree and have conversations. And thank you for letting me mm -hmm. talk about whatever I want to talk about. But also, big shout out to Ryan, LG News, mm -hmm. who does the Star Trek reviews on Sundays. What is it? Uh, I don't even know your American time, but it's 9.15 BST. So whatever. Check it out. It's really cool. And then Apion and I will be doing horror movie reviews. And then I'm going to be doing more cyberpunk because I love Idris Elba so mm -hmm. much. I do too. He is a black specimen of a man. He is awesome. Loyal. Yeah. Rapper. Actor, talented. Thank you. Outspoken. Uh, yeah, and when he takes off his shirt, then my eyes just go crazy. Actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, and I have all those qualities too, just on a much lesser degree. But yeah, thank you guys for watching. Uh, good to have you on for the first time. Uh, your time zone is just absolutely just disgustingly so far away from me. <laughs> oh Lord, and. Now, we're going to be wrapping up here very soon. Uh, I should have actually multiple guests today, honestly. So I got to make sure I pace myself due to her technical difficulties. That's why this went uh, started later than normally what it was, actually. MSK is the white itch's elbow if you will. Good Lord. Okay. That's not helping out here, buddy. Uh, good show. Thank you, man. It was great to have you around, dude. Um, that's pretty much it. But I wish you all the success to your YouTube channel starting actually uh and tell lg that he'll eventually be getting a black girlfriend very soon <laughs> god he should be dating exactly a shaniqua i want that for him actually and samuel's not married yet or well, i think samuel's married but if he isn't tell me to get a black girl <sighs> and that's his inside jokes people people will only know that just based off inside jokes all right see everyone have a good night everyone peace deuces okay. goodbye